When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hopperty Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Monday morning episode. If you're an IFS subscriber, you get it on a Sunday evening. Just like when you used to watch Songs of Praise and That's Life. And that when you were a little kiddie. Um, but now you're a grown-up with responsibilities and you have to clean your kitchen all the time. <laughs> I've just cleaned my kitchen before I've done this. I've literally I just thought that's just, just a meme that I saw on Instagram just saying one part of Is it uh, one part of being an adult that I didn't that I didn't fully comprehend was that you always oh. have to be cleaning your kitchen. No more, yeah. matter what else is going on, no matter if you got takeaway or yeah. cooked yourself, or didn't cook at all. You've been out. If, if the you kitchen didn't cook at all. Always, yeah, yes. If you go out, and say you eat out at Nando's, for example, right? Yeah. Say if you've been out two days running, mm-hmm. you come home, you'll st- mm-hmm. there will still be some kind of mess that you need to wipe down. Yeah. You still need to give yeah, it a wipe, is. minimum. And another thing that I saw on social media recently that was not so much a meme, but something someone tweeted was that as an adult, you always have to spend about 30 quid for some unexpected reason every couple of days. I saw that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. That I thought, bang um, on. It, it's like almost it goes, not, not quite overlap with 40, pound, 40 quid cunt, um, but same ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thirty quid, unexpected yeah. thirty pound adult costs. You're you're always trying budget. You think, oh, I can get through this week on fifty quid if I'm really careful. No way. And then before you know it, you're, you're forty eight quid down, and it's like day three. Yeah. And, and what have you got to show fuck? for it? Fuck nothing. Off. Absolutely nothing. I was okay. just going to show off at the beginning of this episode about the thing that led to me cleaning my kitchen before that. I've just had beef tacos for the first oh. time in ages, and I feel sensational. <laughs> We had tacos tonight. That's a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah. Whoa, but I actually didn't have Cosmos. a taco. I just had it with some, like, a little bit of rice. I just wasn't in the mood for tacos. But the kids had... Oh, what a shame. Well, like, we had the, you know, the chilli and guacamole and all, all the things. Yeah. But yeah. I decided not to put mine in a taco. I don't know why. Sometimes I like to just scoop things out of a bowl with a spoon. Did you have it out of a bowl? The thing is, whenever I have tacos, I don't know if this is for everyone, but whenever I have tacos, I, I, I attack them yeah. with such ferocity yeah. that by the end, so much of it's spilled out and is on the plate. It's almost like an extra taco filling yeah. on the plate. Yeah, and then you get a second a go. Yeah, that is, that's a or, nice feeling. Or, or, 
I'll eat it off the plate like a dog. I can't wait to attack a steaming plate of hot food. If you're not an <laughs> IFS Turbo subscriber, you won't know what that is. But uh, uh, on the Turbo, we're currently doing the Races Rocket Odyssey, about mm-hmm. uh, which is a spin-off series about Roy Race's uh, racing car career. And he sort of has a catchphrase, which is not one of ours that we've made up when we do our silly little characterizations. <laughs> it's actually in the main body copy of the... Uh, <laughs> Of the cartoon strip, he keeps going on that he can't wait because he's doing like they're sort of what, what do you call it rally racing, isn't it? Rally car yeah, cross country, a rally, yeah, rally. And he's he's with and his co-driver is penning. He just can't can't stop thinking about getting back to attack a steaming plate of hot food, can he? <laughs> I can't wait to get eating. back and attack a steaming plate <laughs> of hot tacos, beef tacos. <laughs> course it was the 80s where we didn't even know about the existence of beef tacos back then we did didn't we? have tacos back then no we no. hadn't even heard of um, them any, if someone any, had asked you what do they eat in mexico you would have gone well you would have just gone i don't know fucking jumping Chips. beans or something yeah. yeah uh yeah but mince was just mince pies or boy bolognese if you were lucky yeah if you were quite um, if you were continentally minded <laughs> <laughs> It's just a, a tweet has just appeared in front of my Twitter feed. That's something I'm glance at just in case anything happens while we're doing this. It's Natalie and Bruglia's 49th birthday today. That's nice. Oh, so she's about my age. I'm 49 in a couple of months. Yeah. Um, I saw a little bit of her in uh, Johnny English that was on the telly last yeah. week. I caught the end of Johnny yeah, English. She, she was in that, isn't she? I'm surprised she very, didn't have more um, of an acting career, like in movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Because she started off with the acting, didn't she? Of course, in uh, Neighbours. Beth from Neighbours. Unbelievable. Yeah. Really good. But the problem, I mean, the song Torn is such a good song. It's phenomenal. It's such a phenomenal song that, in a way, it was too good. Your career almost can't recover from a song that good. Can't see what I mean? Yeah, you can't. It's just too good. You're never going to. It's too good. You're never going to get past it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. All you can do is hope to come up with a song as good or you just... Can't. But it can't be done. You can't, you can't do it. Can't Even McCartney would have heard that or Prince and went, no, nope, can't be bettered. Fucking hell. She's fucked. You I'll want give her that. a ring. Ideally, Tell you want that in. on album three or four, but you don't want to come straight out of the fucking traps with a track like that. No way. No chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, um, she later went on to... Um, oh no, I can't mention that, can we? It's the Natalie and Brooklyn nah, story. Can't, but not, nah. uh, uh, She's had a varied That's career, a I'll say that. She's done a lot of, um, covered a lot of genres, I'd yeah. say. Um, yeah, so that, that's Natalie and Brooklyn. Many happy returns, Natalie, if you're listening. If you're listening, um, I heard two versions of that, but if you, <laughs> if you are still with us, Natalie, then all the best and hey! It's an open invite. Come on the pod anytime you like. We don't usually have guests, but for you, we'll make an exception. We'll revive the humans of honour. Aye. Uh, I don't think we should ever revive the humans of honour, because we did two. We did Stan here, who co-wrote mm. Evelina's impet, and we did Mick Talbot, who was in the Star Council. I don't think you should go anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. I nailed it. Because it, uh, I don't think you're going to get people who are on the, uh, as, as high quality. So. No. It's like, why, you know. Like, it's suppose. like torn. It's like torn. It's Once like you've torn. been there. Yeah. You can't go anywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I believe, I don't know if Stan Hay still listens, but I'm I'm pretty sure Mick listens in once in a while, which is is a great honour for us. Yeah, definitely. I think. I get nervous when I think about that. I know, sorry, I shouldn't Mick have brought it out. I shouldn't have brought it out. I've got away for uh, the part of the weekend to the Sussex countryside, potential site of my retirement, um, right. as you know. Sussex. What, what what led you there? Good old Sussex by the sea. Just fucking fancy getting out of town. To be honest, January's been long yeah. and tough for various reasons. I've had a, I've had a few issues <laughs> um, in <laughs> in the home. Right. I've had a few local issues. A few local issues. Let's from. say. I've got. Um, I've got. Uh, uh, my dog's been there's, driving me around the fucking. There's one bend. or two people I need to be away from. For and, a short period of time. Uh, uh, or shall I say, if not people, then animals. And <laughs> and also, I uh, I I was uh, I'm, yeah. Not all January. I've been like exercising, trying to lose weight, exercising off the sugar, pretty much off of most fucking carbs. Fun, what I call fun carbs. Right, so chaos. Fun carbs, which are like <laughs> yeah. yeah, your chaos carbs. Right. <laughs> Bread, <laughs> chips, pasta, the good ones, crisps, yeah. none of that. None of those things. No sugar. I think that I've been knackered from too much exercise, not enough food, cold yeah. weather, and a dog barking fucking incessantly. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah. And so I thought, I just need to get away to the countryside. So we went away, me and my good wife, just for like a little bit. And we went to uh, one of the places we went. We managed to squeeze in a few different little things to do like nice. only this morning andy i was at an exceptional visitor center at seven sisters country park which is not far from eastbourne on the and, south and Downs. Yet now you're back in the vita modular podcasting yeah well the thing is the sussex, thing is sussex countryside's an hour and a half away from me do you know what i mean and so Collins and, 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 and it's absolutely yeah that's what it's like and it's absolutely <laughs> although i didn't bump into share that would have really been the oh, icing on the cake. Yeah, that would have. I was at a fucking visitor's centre this morning. Uh, mm. Yesterday, I was at uh, Charleston House, which was mm. the house of the Bloomsbury set, who were the uh, artsy, bohemian, sort of influential people of, like, you know, the kind of early 20th century. You know, Virginia, your Virginia Woolf's of this world. Right. Uh, John Maynard Keynes. The best of all the economists, and um, so like the the modern equivalent of that would be like Damien Hirst, Keith Allen, probably. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah, no, I think it would be more like us, results yeah. bot, and and the other like minded people we uh, spend our time with. Can't really think who that is. I mean, I haven't really got there's, any friends. There's no one. We love I the any friends. I would have a set like this if I had friends, right? Yeah, but I, somewhere you know, to go. Yeah. as you know. Due to my busy lifestyle, I cannot keep up a uh, social life. Um, but it was an interesting place, uh, Charleston House. Um, it's just sort of like a farmhouse in the middle of the countryside. And uh, they all used to, you know, hang out there, all these arty types. And um, the house and gardens are still kept sort of in perfect preservation as right. they were. Were they King Gardeners? Virginia Woolf and that lot? It was it was Vanessa Bell was Virginia Woolf's sister, right? 
Vanessa Feltz. It, it was her, it was her gaff. Oh, she could be in our set. Yeah, <laughs> Vanessa you Feltz. Know her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Vanessa Bell and uh, Duncan Grant. They were both painters, um, and their house was unbelievable. If you go on my Instagram, you'll see a picture. Uh, that one of them painted of a fully nude man with his willy hanging out. So I took a picture of that as soon as I it was still up on its easel. And as soon right. as I saw it, I thought I'm fucking I'm having a picture of that straight off. And yeah. um so I took oh, a picture. Oh you saw it on your Instagram. I, yeah, I did you see that, it? Yeah. You saw the willy. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't get taken down because Instagram's quite hot on stuff hot like on that. Willies. Well my daughter wasn't pleased, I'll tell you that like. much. After the fucking wank machine last week, I think she's getting, oh, she's week. starting to have serious doubts about me, right? Because first mm. there was that, she's just about got over that, then suddenly she's seen me posted a picture of a man's willy on Instagram. She just wrote a message, she was just like, what the mm. heck? It all caps yeah. lock. So I knew I'd be in trouble yeah. when I got home. Well, are, you, are you having some kind of midlife crisis or something? Yeah, she's What's like, going mate, on? what the fuck is yeah. this going around? Like, go, you've gone somewhere to look at paintings of willies. Then I went, that also at Charleston House, just as a side thing, they had a couple of exhibitions. One of them was a David Hockney exhibition. And you wouldn't right. believe the amount of cocks he drew in his spare time. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. These weren't yeah. even, this isn't like his mainstream, his main artwork. These were like personal drawings, personal artifacts. Yeah. Doodles, really, people he knew. So he'd be sitting around and your house cocks. and they'd go, oh, I'll draw a picture. But half of them, he's had it off with fucking hell. He's. I tell you what, I, he's got through I believe through he's, he's quite, quite the cock enthusiast. He is. Cockney. And he, practically everyone, even gay, straight, he didn't care. Whoever it was he became mates with, he'd almost always have it off with them and then draw a picture of them with their cocks. cock out, just sitting at lounging about yeah. on a sofa or something like that. I went to the Hockley thing that was on near King's Cross last year, the big yeah, immersive yeah. Uh, thing that was there was like a, a video thing that went on for about an hour. But there were no cocks in that that I was aware of. It was family yeah. friendly. Well, this, this there might was... have been a, co- a cock room round the back. Yeah, but I didn't didn't get to, wind of it. If you there had was. to pay extra for that, this one yeah. was this was just part of. I don't know how much it was because my wife paid, but um, I told her I'm not fucking paying for that. But she mm. she you got entrance to Charleston House. It had a really nice cafe, which is obviously where I headed first before anything else. Then I had a look about the house and gardens, and then at the end you could go and see the Hockney Cock, the Hockney Hockney's Cocks, Hockney Cocks, Hockney's Cocks, right? Hockney's Honky Cocks because they were all white men. I noticed that, and I did think, oh, not not very good, not very inclusive, yeah. but fine. Very inclusive. Um, no. Welcome to Hockney's Honky Cocks. <laughs> a celebration of all the honky cocks that he has ever known and uh but it was all part of the same price because that hotney one that you went to that was pricey because i remember looking into that but this one mm. you just went and you saw it as part of the same deal mate it was all right yeah. so that was Sounds pretty good, good. yeah had okay. dinner in a pub uh that mm. was pretty poor and um then today went to a visitor's centre and then came home. That's Do it. Do you feel enthused and refreshed by it all? Not really, because I didn't sleep very oh. well last night. And then I came mm. home, and as soon as I got home, my brother came over and me and him and my lad watched West Ham lose to Manchester United, which I found uh. exhausting. Do you ever find it? Yeah. I found it. Irritating. Sometimes I find it exhausting to watch West Ham lose, particularly on the telly. It's just mm. so. Oh. So I had to have a nap after that. I had to sleep off yeah. the defeat. I had to have a, a defeat sleep. 
as they you as they reset your, reset your demons. I had to reset the demons up that. in my room. Yeah, turn the yeah. light out, get under the duvet, sleep it off for an hour. Well, it might help, might not. Um, I I went to uh, I went to Teesside last night. You'd have, th- you'd have thought I'd have gone to Teesside the day because someone yeah, because playing against Middlesbrough t- at lunchtime. The Teesweirs Athletic Club in Starby. What was the final Skirmish. score in that, mate? It was 1-1. Okay. We were incredibly lucky to get right. a point, but um, we, were, we were shit for most of it. Um, but yeah, but I went last night because me and my son went to see uh, a comedian, I don't know if you're aware of him, a comedian called Josh Pugh. He's a yes, guy. He's I know him. He's really hair. funny on Instagram He's and really Twitter. Good. Yeah, yeah, we so, talked about him before, didn't we? We talked about him. Uh, we did, yeah, because I was looking into tickets in the south, but I couldn't find any. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, was I'd, he good? I'd, I'd seen him in Edinburgh. Yeah, he did the same set that I saw him do in Edinburgh, but I took my son along because he wanted to see him. But we went to Stockton, Stockton yeah. on Tees. Where my because... mate was woken up in his car when he was a cabbie by That's someone right. going, You're right, mate! Yeah, that's right. I've stayed in Stockton on Tees, by the way. We we went we went there because his local show was Newcastle at the stand where we've played. Yes, on more than one occasion. We have, but it's eighteen, it's 18 only, so my son wouldn't have that, been able to get in. That's where we had a pint glass thrown at our head that's last where time we had a we pint were there. Glass chucked at us. Mm. Yeah, um, and the 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 Chucky, or the, the Chucker rather, we were the Chuckies. <laughs> and then he slapped the a Chucker member of staff s- in the face and fucking pelted it down, the, scuttled off down the street. It scampered into our dressing room and ran around for a bit to realise there wasn't an exit and then ran out again. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I couldn't go to the stand because my son wouldn't have got in, so we, we, we took a trip to Stockton. And I went to, I went to the Teesside Retail Park, oh, yeah. which is somewhere I've been aware of, but I've never been to before, and I was blown away, Sam. It is huge. It's all outdoors, but it's like it's like a massive shopping mall. But outdoors, it's got a cinema... It's yeah. got food outlets such as Nando's, Pizza Hut, KFC, Five Guys, Greg's. I'm looking at the list. Pizza Express, TGI yeah. Fridays, right? Wagamama. All right. that's going on. I never thought this was possible on Teesside. No disrespect to Teesside. So, it's, uh, that sounds a bit disrespectful, but go on. You don't associate that part of the world with all, with, all this. McDonald's, with a high-end it's got chains. A full-size it's got a Morrison's. Yeah. It's got a Curry's, a DFS. I'm just reading stuff out. A Clark's, Clinton's Cards, B&M, JD Sports, an M&S, fucking Pets at Home, New Look, Ooh. fucking Poundland, River it's Island. Basically everything. It, everything. Everything's there. I was blown away by it. I was really impressed. And it's only Did half you an say hour it's got a me, better so retail scene than Sunderland, mate? By a country mile, Sam. It pains oh, me to see it. I'm but surprised by, a country by that. Yeah. Fucking mile. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Acast anbefaler. 
Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt. Det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. Yay! Jalapeno. So, uh, we ended up in five guys, because we couldn't get a Nando's. That was too full. Mm. What did you have in five guys? Did you have a milkshake? I, I, no, my son did. He had a vanilla one. He said it was lovely. The milkshakes are incredible, and you can mix up any flavors you want as well, if you want. They do a bacon one. Yeah, I've heard of that. Not for me, Norway. Not for me. No. Not for me. But I just had a bacon cheeseburger. Lovely. And some fries. They give you a lot of extra water. fries in the bag. They do. Got loads that's of fries. One of their, yeah. That's one of their USPs. You get an extra <laughs> lot of... You get your bag fries, which which yeah. taste nicer. And there's a lot of them. Five guys and their extra fries. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, Teesside, like you've been keeping that a secret. Cops, You've been keeping the Teesside Retail Park a secret. So anyway, I went to see Josh Pugh, and I want to say hello to a listener. I didn't get his name, unfortunately. Yeah. But he came over at the gig and said hello, and I had a bit of chat with him afterwards as well. And it's the second time we've encountered each other, this listener. Where did you so encounter him listener before? I call him Listener X. Yeah. Um, And the first time was when I was at the snooker in York, and I was just walking out of the venue at the end, Yeah. and he was just walking along the fucking street. Weird. I hadn't even been in the snooker. He's just walking along, going from here to B. Yeah. And he spotted me, said hello, and then he's at this gig last night. What do you reckon, stalker? Well, I'm, I think I've told you this before, and I'm I'm loath to like mention the the person's name because he's I can I've just got a strong feeling it's one of uh, there are certain people or things, usually bands, that are Dawson triggers that I try to avoid saying, but there was. When you, when you think about it, there are certain celebs that I mm. repeatedly have bumped into, right? Not one, yeah. not I'm not saying people that I know or anything like that, just randomly. When I was younger, there was one particular singer from a, 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 a well-known British independent band that right. I had this, and this was long before I uh, worked in the music industry, in the music press or the media, mm. Where and began to rub shoulders with these people just as part of my everyday life. This was just when I was a student, right? And right. I just and I bumped into this guy in the space of about eighteen months. I must have bumped into him five times in really? different, yeah, and across numerous different regions and cities. And that's what wow. was weird. And by yeah. the end, I I thought this cunt thinks that I'm stalking him. And so it's the same situation in reverse. So would would you always say hello to him kind of thing when you bumped into him? Well, the first time, and this was the first time that I bumped into him, I was in Brighton and he had, uh, and I thought, oh, I won't say his name. I might let you guess, right? But again, I don't want to say his name because it'll anger you. But I saw him. (laughs) I think I know who it is. And I said, and I thought, I said to my girlfriend, oh, look, there's so-and-so. That's exciting. It was exciting to me because I was a young young student sort of person seeing someone mm. like that and uh, I had this new jacket that I was quite pleased with you got to bear in mind this is like my Euro 96 this is my uh, yeah this is yeah very much my imperial face right 
and I had a jacket that I'd got somewhere in a market, but I was really proud of it. And I saw this singer was eyeing me, and uh, his and he had this girl with him, and he sent her mm. over, and she went, "My friend," she was Scottish. Another clue. She went, "My friend wants to know where you got your jacket from." <laughs> And I felt, I felt like the fucking king of Spain in front of my girlfriend yeah, being asked yeah. by a pop star where I got my jacket from. Yeah. And I was like, tried to play it cool, didn't I? I don't know, some market, who knows? Oh, I don't, don't even know where I got it. Just that, just woke up, up and I was wearing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just woke up and it was on me one day. So then, <laughs> was it, um, was it Tim Burgess? No, it oh. wasn't. It wasn't. You find him? Okay. I'll give you. Actually, I did. I I did get to know Tim Burgess right later in in later in life. I got to know Tim Burgess, <laughs> but I've always liked charlatans. I know you don't like them or him, but I'm pretty certain that you would find the the man who this was more triggering than Tim Burgess. There's your clue. Pete Doherty. <laughs> no, this was the nineties. <laughs> Pete Doherty's younger than me. He, he would have still um, been a schoolboy. I, I can't think of anybody that would have found all that. Same scene. Certainly on the scene would have been. In fact, <clears throat> is is the biggest clue of all. They shared a band member. Tim Burgess shared a band member with this guy. Oh, it's Bobby Gillespie. Yeah, it's Bobby Gillespie, mate. <laughs> yeah. But I mean. Okay. I, I had no problem with Bobby Gillespie at the time. I mean, I did always yeah. think Scream Delica was a wildly overrated album, but I was yeah, too scared yeah. to admit it at that age. Well, I was like, yes, it's really good, isn't it? I don't really like it much. <laughs> half, of, half of it's great. The first half's great. Yeah, I don't say it's shit. I just thought it was wildly overrated. But anyway, mm. I was excited by him. That was the first time. Mm. So after that, because there'd been a sort of an exchange and he'd wandered over in the end, oh, yes, yeah. oh, in this jacket. After that, we'd registered. Then okay. I was at Old Trafford for Italy versus Germany, right? Mm-hmm. In, in Euro 96, not even a lie, Euro 96 itself, off my tits, stumbling of out of a cubicle at half time. Right, for obvious reasons, at Old Trafford. Who's waiting to go into the cubicle to do presumably <laughs> what I've just been doing? It's fucking Bobby Gillespie, mate. Uh, I was like, hey, Bobby Gillespie, remember when you wore the jacket? In Brighton it was. Yeah, hey, whatever. And, uh, and then I saw him at a gig in London. I saw him a couple of times in London and once yeah. one Brighton. So I was like, this is getting weird now, to the extent that rather than go over and go, oh, remember me? I was like, I better hide, because if he mm. sees me, he's going to fucking he's take a restraining order out on me. Yeah, yeah, quite right. But, uh, yeah, but so- yeah, now, of course, he's uh, he's uh, he's become very much persona non grata, hasn't he's he? He's quite toxic. He's, he's, be- he's developed a reputation for toxicity, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this guy seemed fine. He was a listener of the podcast, and he said to me, please, he said, Never ever stop doing the podcast. Oh. Uh, I said. I said to him, "We won't." So we there won't you go, Sam. Until I'm we afraid, die. But I'm then, even I've then, we might us. have AI do it. Well, I was thinking about that. Yeah, or the Christmas holidays or something like that. When we want some time off. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we've we now committed to. We made a promise to a man. Just never stop doing it. So uh, there we are. It didn't come across as a threat, did it? Because I'm now thinking. Hang on a minute. 
He's, he's he bumped into you, bumped into you yeah. at two separate events, yeah. and now he's coming up with demands. And I'm yeah. thinking, it wasn't. What was the tone like? Um, slightly drunk, but also oh. jovial. Okay, Seemed so fine. I didn't, didn't sense any threatened. menace. Okay, didn't good. sense any menace whatsoever. So right. uh, I think I think we're good. But I've committed to us doing it forever. So there we go. Fair enough. Um, if anyone well, else has been I, obviously, for us. I was looking at property prices the whole time I was in Sussex and yeah, in all of the houses kid. I was looking at in estate agents windows and on right move etc um, I was like looking for pod facilities in each of them oh yeah mm. guess what in a road what? near in Barnes right not far from my house a road that I drive down regularly mm. right just it's got it's the sort of road that's got quite a lot of like independent shops and cafes on, right? No chains right. or anything like that. I'm driving past it. I practically screeched to a halt. I looked through the window of one shop. I don't know what it'd been before. It's the sort of place where everywhere like is a trinket shop for five minutes and it shuts down because obviously trinket shops can't survive in this fucking climate, right? And then it's something else five minutes later, right? Mm. I look. I glance into it. Do you know what it says in the window? Podcast studio. What? On my fucking doorstep. And I was fuming and I was with my son. He went, what are you angry about? I said, what am I angry about? They didn't even come and ask me about it. Yeah. That's the podcast elders must have granted authority for that. I'm not saying I want to wet my beak even, although it would be nice. I just would think, well, you're opening a podcast studio in Barnes. And I'm right here on your doorstep. Wouldn't you want even me to come and bless it in some way? Yeah. I mean, well, also, I mean, what the fuck? It just looked like a shop front. And then in the window, it's just got a side up going, podcast studio. What the fuck? Who <laughs> the know, fuck? Sounds like a scam, doesn't it? It does. It sounds like a... a who the fuck's going to use a podcast studio? Do you, rec- do you, you reckon... You can just do podcasts on your computer in your house. Do you reckon it's a um, knocking shop? It's about to be. It's about, or some kind of money Hello, I'm thing. here to record a podcast. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Maybe oh, what wife. sort of podcast are you looking for? Oh, uh, I'm looking for uh, true crime. Wink, wink. Apparently, they're very popular. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> With a dash of French. <laughs> Oh, a French uh, podcast, yeah, you'll is it? Studio I 2, see. out the back. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. That's weird, isn't it? Is it? Is the studio uh, windowless? Because I don't mind if anyone, you know, happens to glance in while we're uh, recording. <laughs> Quite enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think I'm actually, for content purposes, right, I think I'm going to go down there, mate. I think I'm going to go. I'll come down there. We'll yeah. go in together and do one. Yeah, I'm going to fucking go in and have a look because I'm not happy about this. I can't even, I can't quite explain why I'm not happy, but I hope that you understand. If you were walking mm. down the street in Sunderland and just some shop front suddenly had a sign mm. in the window saying podcast studio, you'd be like, what the fuck's all this about? And why wasn't I involved? Well, I'd, I'd, I'd have just thought, silly cunts, you'd better have opened a trinket shop. I was... Uh, talking to my brother have you seen these ads that for Zoopla you know I was mentioning right move there but the yeah. rival to right move is called Zoopla you know where yeah. you look at houses and that and uh, and they've got these adverts and they're they're people 
sort of the the premise of the ad is people are looking at someone are in someone else's house as a guest and they go this is a really nice house how much does it cost or how much is it yeah. worth and yeah. then they go and then the this voice will be goes, worth a bit when you die this year don't they oh that's a bit awkward and my mm. son and and my brother was sat there because it was in the break from watching West Ham lose. And I go, my son goes, I don't get it. What's what is the why? Why is that weird? And I said, I think it's because they're trying to say that it's not the done thing to ask someone right. how much their house is worth. And he went, is that right? Yeah. And I went, not to me. It's not. I ask every cunt how much their house is worth. <laughs> First thing I fucking ask, mate. Even if I don't know them. Even if I'm not in their house. You got a house, have you? Got a house? Oh, yeah. Own it, do you? How much do you reckon it's worth? More or less. <laughs> no, I know you can't say precisely. I mean, it's as much as anyone's willing to pay. But what I'm saying is, how much do you think it's worth? Don't if pretend you were going to put look... on the market tomorrow, how much would you put it on for? Yeah, Go don't on, pretend you don't look up how much other prices, how much other houses went for in your street recently. How You'll much do, do you reckon you could get for that house now <laughs> tell me tell me it right next question are you thinking of cashing in or are you going to old see how the market change it maybe maybe you could downsize bit of a retirement pot what are you thinking <laughs> come on don't be shy tell old Sammy boy I'm not, <laughs> I don't stand to gain anything from this I'm just genuinely interested what are you planning on doing <laughs> what's right Last question. I promise then I'll shut up. What sort of mortgage you got? <laughs> what's the size of your mortgage? Because that's what's really relevant. I mean, your house could be worth a ton. But if you've got a big mortgage, it's not going to make you fuck all, is it? For all I know, you could be in negative equity. <laughs> anyway, that was my son's parents' evening. And I asked that of yeah. every teacher I spoke to and a lot of the parents. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Did you get a good range of uh, answers? Were you happy with them? Yeah. On the whole, people were very resistant, but... I just yeah. didn't stop. That's my policy. Just just don't stop. They just wanted get... to talk more about your son's academic progress and you were more interested yeah, I was like, in Yeah, like, don't, don't, just... don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. He's good as yeah, gold. He'll, he'll, he'll work it out sooner or later. Don't worry. He fucking yeah, better anyway. Good. He wants to. <laughs> There's nothing me or you can say here that's going to make a blind bit of difference to him. There's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> right? There's nothing we can do about it. It's that I've told him, and I told you, boy... I fucking told you. It's all up here in your own nut. Now, you can sort that out or don't, right? It's up to you. <laughs> but I can't do it, nor can your teachers. So, you don't know. Don't fucking bother me with it. Let's not fucking waste time talking about that, cunt. I'm here to talk about your property interests. Why? Because I'm interested myself, that's why. There's nothing funny going on. I've not got an agenda. I don't work in the property game. Me, personally, I'm a podcaster, right? <laughs> That's no, it. seriously, it's, it's my job. No, it's really. My, that is my job. I'm not going to lie. But I am interested in other people's properties, and I just want you to... If you just tell me right now how much it's worth, what you're going to do with it, how much your mortgage is, then I'll leave you alone, I'll move on, because I've got an appointment with a geography bloke in five minutes anyway. <laughs> I'm planning on making myself a cup of tea between that and then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't... I just think ask people. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how much mine's worth. Well, you better find out. It's probably in negative equity. You never know. I could be on your doorstep asking any time. I've got your address now. I've got your address. And tell the listeners why I've got your address. 
Because why you last had to week give it you to sent me your mechanical wanking machine exactly. through the post. A mechanical yeah. fanny. Yeah. That's uh, that's about it from this episode. And you know uh, when I took that to the local post office, and this yeah. is actually true. I don't know if you ever yeah. do, but when you send a package like recorded delivery, well, they, they always what's ask in what's in it. <laughs> yeah. And I know the keys <laughs> in the post office. So I went to him. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> Tap goes. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah. In the end, <laughs> you know what I said. What? Cosmetics. Because <laughs> I was trying to think of a legitimate uh, word, because it was a real mixed bag, yeah. wasn't it? There the was like machine. there was a wax machine, a razor, there. a toothbrush, some tinted moisturizer, a couple of mm. different eau de colognes, right? A lot of different things, plus a copy of my book, which is out now in paperback. Sort your head out, man! Yeah, the bullets, and I put one of <laughs> well, those in well there done. as well. So I thought it's a real mixed bag, and he's saying what's in it. I was like, well. Mm. You know, how much detail do you need? So I just thought for a long time in the end, I went, cosmetics. And then he went, hmm. And I went, it's all right, nothing flammable. And then after that, he seemed happy. I think that might be just unique to your post office. I don't think they do actually always ask. Oh, I've had it in I more than the, one post your, office. Your post, your post office guy's just nosy. Nosy cunt. <laughs> all right, you want to know, do you? In front of all these people, you want me to tell, tell you ya. right now. All right, I'll fucking tell you. It's a mechanical fanny. <laughs> do you understand what that means, everyone? It means vagina. That's yeah. right. That's what I'm sending. I'm sending it to my mate in Sunderland, who I in make the a podcast with. There you go. You've all had your show now. You can all go home. Spread it around far and wide. <laughs> Tell your pals. Let everyone fucking know. I Tell your fuck. fucking mates down that new podcast studio. Yeah. Tell all the other mums at the school. Tell the teachers. Tell the local authorities. I've got nothing left to lose, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, predictions. We all got one point this weekend. I was so close uh, to pulling off a sensational three, coup two. in another the three, Newcastle two, Luton game. Yeah. Oh, no, you just said 2 nil Luton to Newcastle in that oh, one. What it was, was, the it was three, actually Burnley-Fulham. Oh. Burnley-Fulham, you said 3-2 to Fulham away, and it finished 2-2. Two, two. Oh, fuck. So you were close, but mm. not close enough. So results spot 77, you 69, me 66, and... You know, one point each is pathetic for yeah, five predictions for five matches. But we'll be back throughout the week with more of this stuff um, if you're that way inclined. So thank you very much for listening. And that's that. That's that. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skide træt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.